okay, but this movie? This episode contains a trigger warning for suicidal ideations. All right. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Okay, But This Movie. This one. Um, it's Jade and Alex. We're back. Hi. 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 Uh, I'm imagining that that's what our, our listeners are saying, too. Like, do you listen, yeah. Do you listen to podcasts and like, they're like, hey, welcome back. Like, I say thank you. Like, have you noticed that when you say that, I say thank you? I have noticed that, yeah, but I don't do that when I listen to my podcasts. I do that when I watch Dora the Explorer, though. Oh, yeah, you that. <laughs> I'm like, hola. <laughs> Say backpack. Are you just like, backpack? <laughs> I am, because how else am I supposed to learn? <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I applaud that. I really like that. Oh, thank you. Good way to learn. Um, I guess you could say the movie that we, uh, I was in, I chose this week, Midsummer, was very vocal, too. <laughs> like so many ways yeah actually that was something i noted so uh we watched the movie midsummer midsummer is that the right way to say it i don't know i've been saying samar so i don't know it kind of needs to sound like a spa midsummer i was at midsummer with my girlfriends this weekend it's definitely a tanning place oh yeah i could see that that would make sense because yeah you're welcome also tm because that's my plan you're welcome to join me Okay, oh, yeah, 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 let me hop on that. Huh. <laughs> and we'll only play exclusively our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and then midsummer in between sessions. <laughs> you <laughs> know, if Forrest Gump can make a whole thing, Bubba Gum Shrimp Company, yeah. you know, why can't can we? It, we can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, oh, my dog did not like the idea. Apparently, he just ran. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this gem came out in 2019. Our tanning salon will come out in 2023. So <laughs> <laughs> look out, folks. Um, this was directed by Ari Aster. It was a goodie. Um, I really liked it. It, it starred, um, what's her name? Florence Pugh. Yeah. Pugh. Love her. <laughs> Pugh, Pugh. Um, I like saying that name. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, but this movie is really... Um, it sounds like, I don't know, you think like midsummer, like, oh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be about the summer. Summer's fun, right? Except for I know what you did last summer. That one wasn't a fun one. But like you, like so much of the movie, just like, I don't know, when I initially saw the trailer, at first I was like, wow, like this is going to be a nice, pleasant movie about a different culture. And then it gets like really dark all of a sudden. You're like, oh, not light wise. Not lightwise. I know, like, it's <laughs> literally, uh, that was actually something um, I found in the trivia is that, like, in no shot do you actually see the sun. Yes, only in that one painting at the very, very beginning. Yeah, that's the only time. Um, and then in the director's cut, apparently you do see the, the sun once. It's <laughs> like, gotta pop it in there at some point. And like, <laughs> director's like, I just really miss the sun. Like, there's light, <laughs> no sun, no source. What are the people gonna think? That reminds me you. of the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings trilogies where it's just more scenery. <laughs> okay, but when you watch it, it adds to it. So I'm not mad. It's a director's cut for a reason. The director had a <laughs> More scenery. More scenery. Well, did you watch the Zack Schneider Justice League? Is there a difference? Not really. I did, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I think there was like one scene that was slow-mo and had music that went with it was the difference. And it really affected me. <laughs> it sent yeah. you somewhere but um anyways so 
this movie, it opens up like pretty normal. Like you see like the parents in bed. Um, Danny's leaving a voicemail, but then like that's her voicemail is like really like where the dark side comes out and it's pretty early. So like anything I thought about this movie was like dispelled within the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, I'm worried about my sister again. Like she left this weird voicemail. And then she calls the boyfriend who I would like to know, just, he says like, I just smoked some resin. So this dude is out of his mind, you know? And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm so worried. And then the viewer comes to find out that the sister, you know, kills herself and the parents they're like asphyxiation by like the gas fumes from a car mm-hmm. which was like damn like she really thought that out like there were tubes going through the house and it was a scary scene and like at that time Florence's character Danny um I think it was short for Danielle right I probably I don't think they ever mentioned it did they it was um it was noted somewhere like in the house when they were like panning through things like it had her name um but Danny um, she has like a nightmare at this time and in her nightmare she like exhales a lot of smoke which is like alluding to what's happening at the house then it also had showed at this point like the boyfriend Christian who's played by Jack Rayner I believe he's with his friends and it kind of shows his perspective which I, I actually really I don't know if you liked that but I really liked it showing like the call phone call from her perspective and then showing like what she's going through and then showing like his state of mind with his friends and what's happening on his end. And then the phone calls like bring you back together with them, you know? Yeah. So you're not just getting one side of the story. Basically, you can see kind of both and how why he's reacting the way he's reacting. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. And like. He also pissed me off. And I feel like I, that's like the whole point of his character. Yeah. Like, he just terrible. Yeah. I also like feel bad for him because he's not getting what he, he needs out of the relationship. And I respect that. But like on the same token, it's like you're an adult. Like, yeah. Why doesn't he break up with her? I exactly. don't know. Like walk away. Well, clearly she has some mental issues. She shows her taking some pills for something. You oh, know, it seems like she's been. Very... Yeah, I looked that up because I was mm-hmm. curious what that was. I'm sorry for interrupting. But no, tell me. I want to know. It's good. Uh, it helps with anxiety. And uh, it helps you like sleep a little bit and stuff, but it's an anxiety med. Okay, yeah, I can see that because you can see that she's just riddled with anxiety all the time, like especially with the sister, but like the sister's diagnosed bipolar. So that hereditarily, like she would have something too, you know? So maybe not as extreme as bipolar, but like it's more common that she would have something. But clearly she has, and she's a psychology major too. And then they were joking about that at the beginning where they're just like, oh, that, or she said that as a joke too. She's like, you can tell I messed up then. Yeah. Psychology major. Yeah. 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 What did you say your backup major was, Alex? Uh, That's, uh, I've maybe dabbled in it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I have an associate's degree in it. I don't know. You have a lot to say there. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I'm also riddled with anxiety. <laughs> Undiagnosed of anything, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. You just hear like rattling in the background. <laughs> no, YouTube decided to di- uh, diagnose me and I apparently have ADHD because all of my advertisements are ADHD. And you know what? Just because I don't finish any video and they're all on different topics doesn't mean anything. <laughs> video sucked, man. I don't have ADHD. But anyways, I- I'm sure... Um, 
her sister was diagnosed at YouTube City too. <laughs> yeah, stupid. <laughs> you like that? It was great. I liked it. Um, but anyways, so his friends like don't approve of their relationship. I feel like they're like the Greek chorus. They're they all have their like little opinions. Um, but my opinion is dude should break up with her. Like, even though she's going through things, like that's so disrespectful. You're obviously not supporting her. You're being fake. Yeah. He's not even being there for her fully, you no. know. He's he seems like more pissed off. He, it's more of a chore for him to be there for her. Yeah, and like I hate like when the friends are like she needs a therapist, and he's like she already has one. <laughs> <laughs> but then also it is like on the same token, it is like a little toxic to overvent and like treat your partner like a therapist because like they're you know they're not trained for that. Like you have to you have to keep in mind. But yeah. I'm not a psychology major so let, let's <laughs> <insight>. <laughs> well uh my thoughts are is that i'm with the friend of florence Pugh's character in this of just like that is his job he's supposed to be there for you and it's not like she's not doing anything either she does have a therapist she does have pills yeah. and like she does have that kind of withdrawal of just like oh i'm not going to rock the boat essentially she doesn't want to have sex with him that's very important too that's a very important note from his friends <laughs> You know, after like four years, I think you're just kind of like, eh, you know, it happens when it happens. I don't know, like the, the honeymoon phase. It depends on like every relationship, obviously. I but know, I, I've been in a relationship for 12 years and it's, yeah, I guess it depends on each person, but. Yeah, it depends and like how busy life is and like, especially I think with her, well, they're both in university too, you know, that which means they're young. Well, and... they're also, they're pursuing their doctorates or like, that's what he is because he's working on his thesis for, or he's not working actually on his thesis for his PhD, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Cheaty from The Good Places in it and I couldn't yeah! not see him as Cheaty. <laughs> I know, I'm like, can you just put your glasses on? We all know you can't see. <laughs> looks so relaxed and it's so funny to me but uh because he's the one that's riddled with anxiety in the good place <laughs> yeah and in this movie he's a little more chill um yeah, but, yeah he's josh and then there is was i forgot was it pele or pele pele i think pele i think pele and yeah. Mark. but they also this is an important scene because they lay out like the whole premise of like the movie is like that they're gonna go to sweden specifically specifically to Halsingland, and like that's where like and I'm going to say cheaty. Um, Josh's character <laughs> is going to work on his thesis on Midsummer in different countries mm-hmm. and like, the practices. Um, and everyone's working on their thesis except Christian because he has no PhD and no ambition. And they're also using Danny as an excuse. And I think he is too. I think he doesn't want to do his what he needs to do or isn't ready and is using his relationship with Danny is like, oh, well, I have to take care of her. Like, I can't take care of me. Like, but he doesn't have to. Kind of. I could see that. I could see that being a reason why he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> you know, where he's kind of like in between on everything. Like, he's not committing to her. He's not committing to his thesis. He's not committing to like what he wants in life at all. Yeah. And he's also just like a horrible friend and a horrible boyfriend. Like, so the, her parents have died. Her sister has died. There's like a funeral. He's consoling her. And then like they go to a party after some time. And then his friends are like, oh, my God, Sweden. I'm so excited. And she's like, wait, hold the brakes. What? 
and he had never told her he had no he had told her about it that was like his argument it's like oh I mentioned I was interested but the trip is two weeks away and he already has his ticket and he's like oh I'm still I decided today that I'm gonna go she's like then why do you have a ticket already yeah like this dude is so he's such a horrible person he doesn't he doesn't take initiative and he kind of expects everyone else to do things for him it seems like because even like with her her birthday later like she says to like Pele, like oh I forgot to remind him that it was my birthday I should have reminded him yesterday and it's like girl no he's a grown-ass man he should have put yeah. it in his google calendar yeah, and then so he, Pelé took it into his own hands and, like, told the boyfriend, you know, like, oh, I just thought you should know. That's what I got from that scene anyways, is that he was telling him that it was her birthday. Yeah. And then that's when he pulled out the cake. Yeah, and I can't relate to that because my husband, like, at the moment Christmas is over, I'm, like, reminding him, like, hey, my birthday's in three months, so take <laughs> what you saw here tonight and, like, consider like what you're th- gonna think about for my birthday <laughs> <laughs> i'm giving you some time to think about it so it better be fucking great <laughs> no i'm like, i i don't remind him but i make it easy like throughout the year i'll send him like i'll take screenshots of things that i find on instagram or like pages i follow be like hey i want this for my birthday and i really think danny should take a page from my book it's <laughs> it's not reminding it's like being assertive like this is what i want you could pick anything you want on my list but this is one of the things i want right and she <laughs> I, well we don't really kind of go, go into her personality at all other than like she's just kind of anxiety ridden and doesn't want to rock the boat at all and she's very like soft-spoken and she's just like she doesn't want anyone yeah. to be inconvenienced from her being there and she apologizes so much and everything so that being said of course she's not going to go in there and be like oh i want this the only thing that we see that she actually wants like throughout the whole film mostly up until the end is that uh she just is very concerned about her family and she and she wants to be with her boyfriend and that's about it no no other aspirations in there either and i think her boyfriend was holding her back from all of that too where he wasn't helping her grow and like i think her constant worry about her family and her sister also held her back a lot on what she wanted this is a good movie for her great story arc for her (laughs) oh yeah well because like you don't see her getting valued a lot of the times and it's especially like through her relationship with christian and it makes me like wonder more about her relationship with her family and sister and I'm like, is it because like, because her sister had issues, like did her parents have to focus more on her? And so she craves like more time with people. Like, I was just like thinking like, damn, this girl's love language is time. She loves like her time with Christian and like want, like even when they, um, so after the party and she finds out about Sweden, she's upset with him because he didn't tell her what his decision was and it's two weeks away not the fact that he's going but the fact that he didn't mention it he's trying to leave and she's like no please don't leave like she's kind of this and this was a little weird scene for me like she's forcing him to stay for me I'm like I understand she's going through a lot I understand what you did but on the same token if a person in a relationship wants to leave you can't make them stay like that's ultimately not they had a very unhealthy relationship. In my I don't opinion. think she was trying to get him to stay. What makes you think that? 
she literally grabbed his hand and pulled him to the couch. She's like, come on, come sit, sit with me. Come talk with me. I want you to sit and talk with me. And like that, like put all my red flags mm-hmm. came up and I was like, girl, he's literally asking you to leave. And he need, he want, he asked you twice. Mm-hmm. If it was mm-hmm. the other way around. Like if he's like, no, sit with me and talk about this, sit with me and talk. It would look like very wrong. And like, I felt, I don't think she was trying to manipulate the situation, but I think she was just like, so much is going on. Like we need, I need to dissect this, but she's not taking into consideration that maybe that's not how he needs to process it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But for me, it was forceful because of like the literally using two hands to grab and like sit down and talk with you need to sit down and talk with me. And like that for me, I'm like, whoa, like he's asking, he's begging you to leave girl. Like, I don't know. And maybe that would have been his chance to break up with her, which I still think is like on the same token though. I think that's messed up to do right after what she went through. Yeah, <laughs> and I have I- a hard time balancing that because that's, that's not an easy thing to go through. Well, it wasn't clear on the timeline between oh, that's a good point. when her parents and sister died and when she found out about Sweden. So okay. what we see is that uh what's his face? What's the what's the boyfriend's name? I can't remember. Christian. Christian. Okay, Christian is out with his guy friends and they're all talking about the Sweden trip. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a call oh. from Danny. But they already had it planned and they said we're going this summer, right? But mm-hmm. they didn't say what time. Even then, when she finds out about Sweden, like it's two weeks from that date. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it's going to be like a couple months time range at least. At the very, or at the most, I guess. You know, like it could be in the same month. Who knows? But I yeah. would think it would be at, at, at most a couple months. It has to be at least before mid-May because that's. No, when does summer start? Oh, summer starts mid-June. So it has to be at least before. Oh, no, wait, that's when. I don't know when midsummer solstice is usually. It goes from mid-June to mid-July. Okay, so it's in that time range. So even then, it's still very, 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 very recent to process your parents unexpectedly dying and your sister uh, killing herself, you know? And then, like, especially when she knew, like, she had that off feeling and she all she did was just, like, got talked down by her boyfriend. It was just like, no, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. You're just like... But to be fair, she does seem to kind of go out of her way to overthink things. So it yeah. very well could have been. And I think that kind of, like, wore him down throughout the four years of yeah. their relationship, too. Of just, like, the constant worries. It's like, dude, I'm just like, I deal with this every day. You worry about yeah. everything, you know? And it's probably nothing. And most of the time, it isn't anything, you know? Yeah. So at this point, he's like, why would he believe her in a way? But this time, she was right. And it's just unfortunate. And so... I'm gonna... let's Go ahead. Sorry. No, I... Like I said, you need to cut me off because I want to keep talking. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was also going to say, like, something that pissed me off as a viewer was, like, if she was that concerned, why did she call for, like, somebody to do, like, a welfare check on her sister? Because I think she know. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I think she knows that she does overreact to things. And mm. especially because, like, she is on the medication. She does have all of these. Like, it's been throughout her whole life. I'm assuming that she has these anxiety yeah attacks and thoughts and it most of the time isn't anything so you can't really blame her for not acting on this one and uh, she did what she normally does which is still reach out and nothing came of it this time other than a police phone call you know so it sucks and it seems like she was kind of hoping christian would like de-escalate her in a way like help me come down like i 
I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so he's just like, I'm just, anyone would get tired of that, especially like someone who isn't qualified for that. (laughs) You know, like even someone who is qualified for that, I don't know how they how psychologists do it at all because they have to listen to people's problems all day and they have to have some sort of dissociation. But yeah, that is trained. That is years of school. That's a PhD, you know, like which Christian does not have, which Christian is working, (laughs) but he's not deciding, you know, all he is is a freaking archaeology, no anthropology major. And then so that's about it and he's hanging out with these people and we don't even know what mark does at all either he's just kind of there and then the other guy too the palais just seems to have worked his way in and i don't know if this is my question throughout the whole thing was if these people got sent out like palais and like that whole commune okay like they sent people out recruiters yeah and brought people (laughs) back but obviously he was there for school still you know like he was doing school so I don't know if he, like they just happened to do that or like that's just like playing long game the whole time. I think it was the long game. I think it's long game too. I absolutely thought that too. How shitty to be a recruiter and you still have to go get your PhD. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, but or are they are they paying for it? <laughs> that's that would be my question. They're paying to the gods, you know. Okay, but here's my other thing where we'll send I send you a bear as tuition. <laughs> I I was concerned with the inconsistency issues in this movie because at the very oh, beginning when they get to the whatever the little commune is okay there's like a uh, bunch of yeah that place okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm not repeating it so when they get there you see all these people like having backpacks and like wearing common clothes and uh our people you know florence Pugh and uh, the rest of the group americans <laughs> so no, you- because, no because there was the british couple you know oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like Funny normal inside. like people that weren't a part of the commune you know like it seemed like there was a lot of them it seems like there was yeah. a lot of recruiters okay because you see a bunch of those but however the recruiters were also wearing um normal street clothes i guess but the thing is, is that were there only two recruiters then, and we just happened to be a part of that one main group because there was our Pele guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he brought four people, and then his brother. But they're all brothers and sisters, so I don't know if it's actually his brother. I think it's just people born at on the same year. Okay, that would make sense. And then so, and then he brought the British couple. Yeah. And then it looked like other recruiters brought other people. But if right after that first thing and all the commune people switch into their uh, commune clothes and everyone else is kind of, you can so you can differentiate who's a part of the commune and who isn't, there's only the British couple and the people that we follow. I so. wonder I wonder if the recruiters just didn't recruit anybody and those were just all recruiters that you saw in the backpacks and they just change their clothes after you know yeah that's what i I was saying like is that inconsistency issues like were there actually like they did have that scene of more people no i think more people was more recruiters that just were unsuccessful yeah okay that that that's what i think that's my guess too but i mean if you're playing long game it's hard to like not recruit people after four years of school but also like this is a nine day festival like when you were I mean like you're still in school like I didn't have money to be like yeah I'm gonna go to Sweden for this nine-day festival and not work for nine days oh like, especially with the PhD no. you're already in debt 
Yeah. <laughs> Pretty heavy debt. That's what PhD stands for. Um, <laughs> and so like they, so I also imagine it's like, if you're going to different colleges and universities, like, Hey, want to come to my hometown and like go to this nine day festival. It's like very cute, very chic. We'll just smoke some cigarettes or something, you know, like <laughs> it'll be very cool. Um, but can you come? <laughs> like, no, it's like, so, like, yeah, I, that'd be great. My I parents decide, we, but whatever. I think we solved <laughs> this mystery. <laughs> You're welcome, Ari Aster. I knew you were probably like, will the audience figure this out? Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> but as they arrive, they're also given shrooms, which I think is like, that could be hit or miss with somebody who's going through a lot. Well, you know, if you go in with the mindset yep. of this is going to mess me up and I'm going to have a bad trip, you're going to have a bad trip. Exactly. Especially someone who's riddled with anxiety already. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. of course, they're going to have a bad trip. And she was doing fine for the most part, except towards the end, she kind of started freaking out. They're laughing at me. (laughs) Yeah, but it wasn't. And if you've ever had a bad trip, that wasn't anything. (laughs) You know, like that was fine. fine, honey. It was totally in the grass, take a nap, drink some water. She just passed out. Great. Yeah. That worked. That was best scenario for her (laughs) Um, something that was interesting that came up in the trivia about that is that like she always like hides from others like her her actual like processing like whenever she hyperventilates she looks for a place where there's nobody there um even on her trip when she gets too too high she looks for a place she's kind of like a cat having babies like she looks for a space (laughs) and like that was something noted in the trivia is that she's always trying to hide her feelings and it made me wonder like is that a result of your relationship with christian and like feeling like you always have to mute yourself or is that because like you always had to mute yourself with your sister because she was having bigger issues you know what i mean and i i was just curious like where did she where did she get that from uh, both both yeah i could yeah. just be her or that's just who she is and like i don't i don't like to show my big emotions um but anyways but she's not what did i write <laughs> i have no idea i invited her to sweden but she's not coming i don't know what i want why i wrote that anyway, oh that was the that was what christian said he's just like oh i'm going to oh uh, yeah and oh, it's like was- i invited her she accepted but she's not coming like he doesn't want her to go at all i forgot yeah so before they even get to sweden he said that to his friends and he like didn't tell her that he was going and then he doesn't tell his friends that he invites her and then all of a sudden it's like by the way I invited her this dude is like I literally wrote this dude is dumb (laughs) (laughs) I second that yeah he's he's just a straight up ass yeah were they on drugs like the entire time they were there pretty much um so that was like a big thing um they did the shrooms at the beginning most of the teas they're drinking and you know how at the end they get the bark from the yew tree Mm-hmm. that like is supposed to be like psychoactive drug or whatever I don't know the right word but yeah and then um before she does the maypole thing she mm-hmm. they all inhale like a high tea like it makes you high yes. so yeah pretty much the whole time they're like on stuff you know this is my second time watching it I watched it a lot like when it came out a while ago you know mm-hmm. and then like this time I appreciated it a lot more because I I guess I knew the ending and then like it, it just I was like well, I can pick up on other stuff this time around now that I know yeah. and I laughed out loud when they showed when they first arrived there and Pele's or I think <laughs> what's his name Chidi <laughs> Josh Josh went over he's just like oh what's this over here because he's learning about everything right because he's like kind of just trying to get all the culture his, as much as he can 
and um he's like oh what's this over here to pele and pele's like let's go look at it and it's like that like like a comic book style of what happens at this festival. Oh, the tapestries, yeah. Yeah, and it made me laugh when it got towards the end when the pubic hair gets put into something and then, like, the, the, guy's, the guy's eyes are all crazy and then, like, all of a sudden the next one, the girl's pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it made me laugh. It was so funny. I know. So that was actually something I really liked about this movie was, like, all the tapestries, like, foreshadow what's going to happen like the one at the beginning yeah. tells you everything that's going to happen how yeah, the bear looking at the little girl yeah or how Pele is like in the tree as a puppet master controlling everything because um as the movie unravels like you learn more about this nine-day festival so it happens every 90 years um that they like do a whole festival for. wait that was also an inconsistency thing yes. because what's her face was asking uh, who is that and that's they're like that's my main person last year last year yeah exactly. yes i noticed that too and so i wondered so here's my theory i wondered if they do like the festivities but they don't do that first one with the clips i would know or i would think they, that would do be they the not one. burn nine people at the end i think that's what they do every 90 years yeah i think sorry the listeners i'm telling you what happens at the end <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, those dummies look so fake and it really bothered me. Well, okay. So let me, one of them has to like look like that. So um, by the way, listeners, we're really going to dig deep at, at this point. We're going <laughs> to give you all the info. So this is like where the movie does start to get weird. So the first day, like the, there's two people that have to die. They have to jump off a cliff because they're they, 72 age they, yeah they're 72 which is eight times nine by the way um the importance <laughs> of the number nine because that's like really important in swedish lore so that's why everything is in increments of nine so um they jump off the cliff and like danny's like triggered af like obvi and the british couple connie and simon are like freaking out they're like why is everybody letting this happen like what do you guys do you see this you know reacting as you should and what I thought was really interesting is like, I was thinking about this, like, it's so different than what Danny's sister went through, because it's not like, I didn't know, it was, it was different, but I didn't know how to how to reason with it. Because it's still like, it's oh, a little weird, guys. It's more of them celebrating their life. They're like, yeah, we, like we have lived their life. life. Yeah, they live their life. And they, they I keep going. They just figured that their 72 is like a good time to end it. Because like yeah. then your body starts shutting down and all of these, th like health issues start setting into the body at that point. And I thought it was interesting the way Christian reacted to this. It mm -hmm. seemed more sociopathic that he had no empathy for anything you know yeah. like he, he doesn't have empathy for uh Florence Pugh's character he doesn't have empathy for these people falling he was just like you know what I actually want to write my thesis on this place after he saw that <laughs> I want to stay here <laughs> yeah he enjoyed it and then but does that go with the drugs too because he got real out of it there towards the end he know? was just like possessed the whole time so like after this the that girl Maya, she's like trying to put love spells on him by like leaving little dolls under his bed and like giving him like putting her period blood in his juice, putting her pubes in the period pie. She oh made my for god! Him. I just realized that that his drink was darker than everyone mm -hmm. else's. Oh my god, that makes so much sense now. I was like, yeah, and like also like later when he. So this is also when I 
lost even more respect for Christian is like later when she's doing the maypole thingy mm-hmm. um he like is offered the tea and like he's like well what does it do and she's like it lowers like your defenses and brings your guard down at first you're like oh he's not gonna drink it good and then he looks over at Maya and like ah, bottoms up and like <laughs> that's when you know like okay he's given up on his relationship He's open to something else. His all his empathy that you thought he might have, non-existent. He's gone. He's dead. Christians. Mm-hmm. He's he had and so like, I wondered at that point too. Like, was he already like having his inhibitions lowered? I love how Pele kind of like smart. Like, it's all going according to plan. Um, <laughs> he's like, I brought the new Mayflower Queen. Yeah, Don't worry like, about it. Welcome everybody. Mayflower. <laughs> Mayflower. May Queen. May. Bring it back um so but this at this time too like everybody's dropping like flies so like simon goes missing and connie's like oh my gosh he left without me and then like all of a sudden you hear all this lady screaming in the distance and you're like oh who's that it's connie and then um mark had like peed on their ancestors apparently and so mm-hmm. he got skinned alive um remember at the beginning when they arrive like they're he's like asking the kids like oh what are they playing and they're like oh a game called skin the fool Mm -hmm. so like that's why at the end he looked like a really bad puppet because he was stuffed he was like his skin was stuffed yeah and he had a jester hat but yeah because he was the fool and then um what they did to simon is called the blood eagle or something when they it was apparently like a really common thing like a form of torture where you like you take the lungs out and the back and like you make them look like an eagle which is really gross but he was alive allegedly but because christian was super high after banging maya listeners he bangs maya in a weird which real weird ritual yeah Um, good stuff right there yeah so like another theory is that he was so high that he was imagining that he was still alive Yes, uh-huh. I could see that because if you notice throughout the whole thing, this is like right before too, where uh she wins the May Queen. Yeah. And you can see like it's all disoriented and like the flowers are kind of just like pulsating and the, the feast is pulsating. And they're supposed to be like a representation of like her connection to the community, how like she's starting to become one with it and like they're representing her breathing um so like oh. every time it's inhaling and exhaling and so that's oh. why also later she wears that full dress of flowers to show she's fully embedded in the community now like as the may queen like this is my life um yeah. so they're also a representation of her connection to the community as the may queen that's interesting because you know throughout the movie when she has her trips like she is always connecting to the earth like yeah. there's grass coming out of her hands and there's grass on her yeah feet. that was actually an important point yeah oh that's so interesting yeah I love so that. it just shows how she's becoming like engulfed with this and just becoming a part well, of she it. looked truly happy there too when she was yeah. dancing with them she was finally feeling that connection and then when she find out about christian cheating on her and everything yeah. and uh they all the women cried with her you know they were just yeah. like let's have this sense of community together like we are your family now and, she and like that because she just lost her family yeah and that's what pele was saying too he's just like we are here for you but also notice pele was like i lost my parents in a fire and at the end they burned nine people in a fire mm-hmm. i yes. like i didn't i didn't realize that until i read it somewhere i'm like oh was that the stuffed people because there was like two extra stuffed people that had sticks coming out of them so it was um 
those were the two people that killed themselves on the cliff. And then there was Connie and Simon and then right. Mark and Josh, because Josh was um, reading their Bible and taking pictures. And then there were the two volunteers, Ingmar and the other dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was Christian that she chose and he was yeah. in the suit. And she was truly happy then. She's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I guess um, I am going to have to cut this midsummer and bring it to an end. Um, you're doing our Wednesday episode, right? What what movie is that going to be on? It's going to be The Witch. Oh! A24 movie. Also disturbing in uh, very England folklore type of way. I love it. I'm excited. It was a good one. Yeah. So stay tuned, folks. Make sure you listen in. But uh, later, Gators. You can listen to new episodes of OK But This Movie every Monday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Anchor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter so you can stay updated. Later, Later Gators. Gators. Pew, pew.